Welcome to the Nature Reliance Podcast, where we explore the history and practical experience of the great outdoors and discover new ways to connect with nature. I'm Craig Cottle, your guide through the fascinating world of natural living and survival skills through experiential education and interviews. Today's episode is brought to you by the Nature Reliance School Online Membership, an immersive online learning experience designed for outdoor enthusiasts just like you. Are you passionate about the outdoors? Do you crave more knowledge about disaster readiness, wilderness survival, bushcraft, tracking, and nature awareness? If so, the Nature Reliance School online membership is your gateway to a community of like-minded individuals, all dedicated to learning and sharing essential outdoor skills. With the Nature Reliance School online membership, you get exclusive access to a wealth of resources, including expert-led tutorials, interactive webinars, and a library of engaging courses, downloadable books, and documents. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced outdoorsman, there's always something new to learn. So don't wait. Click on the link below to join the Nature Reliance School online membership today. Embrace the wilderness, enhance your skills, and become part of a community that values nature as much as you do. Now, let's dive into today's episode. to another episode of the Nature Reliance Media Podcast. This is Craig Cottle, Director of Nature Reliance School. Hashtag HBO, help a brother out. Here's what I need you to do. After listening to this podcast or picking one of the others, please share it. Please, thank you. Please share it with somebody else. Share it on social media. Send it to them in a text. Just let them know. We're out here, Nature Reliance Media Podcast. We want to get information out to people so that you... And everybody around you can spend more time outside doing so safely, having fun, coming back home, getting a good shower, and going back out and doing another day. Safe, sound, and ready to rock and roll. The only way we can do that is to get information out to the out to our posse, out to our folks, out to our our peeps, that you all, those listening in. So share it with your family and friends, and we want to thank you ahead of time for doing that. I know several of you do that regularly for us. Can't thank you enough. Appreciate you. You know, I heard our old trapper one time. This was back, this is a long time ago. I used to do some period correctory and acting. And this trapper who spent a lifetime trapping critters for for uh, fur and trade and he he made a actually a pretty good living on it he was a nuisance trapper he did a lot of good stuff it was interesting what he what he did he said that the only way to learn how to trap is to be engaged in the outdoors and i get that but one of the ways that we can get a really sound understanding of what's going on in the outdoors without ever going out and trapping for example or hunting is to use land navigation. There's so much information that we can get from maps and GPSs. And although we do a whole lot of instruction, Tracy in particular does a whole lot of instruction on the topic of land navigation, what I wanted to do is make it just a tad bit more practical in this particular podcast and talk about how we can take these land nav skills that we learn either through Tracy or our book or another instructor or 
ones that you've developed on your own, let's put them into some practical uses and possibly, and I really think these are going to be some ways that you've really not considered. Some of you have, obviously, but I hope these are some things that you thought, wow, that's, I never thought of land nav that way. So what I want to do is break this down into several different areas. Basically, again, I love, I love looking at topics and breaking them down from an overview, a large, broad, uh, what a good friend of mine would call a big brush stroke view of what it is that we're doing, and then break it down to a micro level as well and put these land nav skills that you all been developing on your own or with us to practice. Now, if you ever get the good fortune to be friends with an intelligence analyst from the military, one of the things that you'll gain is a really interesting way of looking at the world. I picked these three things I'm getting to share with you up right now from a friend of mine. I was teaching a man tracking course for an organization down in Western Kentucky. And one of the folks I was working with, she was an intel analyst for the Marine Corps and then for uh, you know Alphabet Agency later on in her career. And she shared some things from an intel gathering perspective in that class that I thought were incredibly useful. I kind of do this, but I've never thought about it this way, the way she shared it. So I'm going to share the way she shared it with me in hopes that you can start to apply this to what it is that you're going to do, whether you're hunting, trapping, backpacking, hiking, various things you might be doing in the outdoors and utilizing land nav to be able to do it more effectively. It's, it's basically what we call the three types of analysis for an area, for a terrain. Okay. Now, again, she was looking at from a military strategic perspective, but we can apply this to anything. The first one is what we refer to as template analysis. Template analysis is where we utilize a map to determine the thing that we are in search of is located. We can pull up a GPS and let's say we want to go trout fishing. We don't go trout fishing in the middle of the woods, right? We look for a stream. We look for a body of water that has a higher likelihood of having trout in it. And we utilize the map to go, okay, that stream right there has trout in it. Most everybody goes right here. They park right next to the road. I'm going to go cross country. I'm going to use my land nav skills to go across this forested area. There's no trail there. It's legal for me to be there, but there is no trail. I'm going to go get on another section of the creek where hardly anybody is located. And you'll probably have a better likelihood of catching maybe that monster trout that you've been looking for. Without ever stepping foot into the woods, you basically start to apply what it is that you know about the area and about the quarry that you're ever after, whether it's a trout or a bear or an elk or a deer or what have you. You know where their food sources are. You know where their watering holes are. You know where they might go for a secure location to bed. All these different things that you can get a lot out of just by looking at maps sitting at the kitchen table at your house. Now, one of the beautiful things about GPS apps, and we're big fans here at the Nature Reliance School of utilizing Gaia GPS. And the reason we like Gaia is, well, there's a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons that I personally like Gaia GPS 
By the way, if you want to get Gaia GPS, pick it up and uh, use code Nature Reliance. That'll get you 20% off. So uh, Gaia GPS, use the code Nature Reliance for 20% off. But Gaia GPS has the opportunity to lay down several different what are called layers in the app itself. So it might be that I'm just looking at satellite overview of an area, which will give me a really good sense of the most recent data I have from the satellite imagery of what that looks like versus I might just get the topography so I know where cliff lines are. I know where uh, it's easier to walk. I know where a good funnel might be. It's easier to see funnels and stuff from my perspective on actually looking at topography, elevation lines, and all the things that go along with it. So with that much detail, it's easy to find those funnels that are out there. So utilizing the map, as a template analysis is a fantastic way. Now, the second way we're going to utilize maps to analyze is what we refer to as movement analysis. This is quite different from template analysis. Let me explain. Template analysis is more of looking at the map, recognizing what is happening out there, how do animals behave in that area, where, do they, where are they funneled, where are their food sources, where are their water sources, where are their bedding sources, so you're think about it this way. If you're out there looking for critters, you're looking at the animals that are out there. Movement analysis is all about you. It's about how you're going to move into the environment. For example, if you're on an elk hunt, you don't want to be upwind of an elk because they'll sense you. They'll be aware of your presence. They'll look, since they know you're there, they'll see you, and then they'll leave, which makes it more difficult to hunt them. You want to be downwind of that elk. You want to be downwind of any critter that you're wanting to get a photograph of or you're wanting to hunt or you're just wanting to get eyes on. You want to be downwind of them. So understanding wind conditions and where the prevailing winds are in an area is important. So think about it this way. How are we going to move into an environment? Let's say that we have done our template analysis and we see there's a small wildlife opening in the middle of the Daniel Boone National Forest. I've done this. I've literally done this numerous times. Uh, it's been a while since I hunted the Daniel Boone a lot, but I used to hunt it on a weekly basis. Let's say I find a wildlife opening in the Daniel Boone from a map, and I want to navigate to that area, but when I go to that area, I don't want to be walking into the area where the animal that might be in that area can scent me. So utilizing the map to know how to move into that area is going to be vital. That is what we refer to as movement analysis. Let me say this too. Let's just think about it from a real let's micro level, if you will. If you know that there's a river, and this is something that we talk about in land navigation training, but if you know there's a river, for example, you can use that as what's referred to as a handrail, or you can use it as a backstop. And there's several different ways you can utilize that. If I'm going into an area, and I know that if I keep going in a, let's just use north, I go in a northern direction that I'm going to run in the river if I keep going north. I'm using that basically as a backstop, meaning I don't want to go any farther than that river. So I keep going until I hit the river, and then I turn around and come back out. Now, I used to use Cave Run Lake for that very thing back in the day, doing a lot, I mean a lot of grouse hunting in the Daniel Boone National Forest. I would start in different areas of the forest surrounding the lake. I would hunt the hollows and the ravines and the smaller hollers and the ridges and open areas and forested areas all day. 
with a goal of getting to the lake sometime around lunch and then turn around and going back. That's how I hunted. I'm talking for years, years. I didn't know that I was using the lake as a backstop because I didn't know what that was. But now, uh, after training with Tracy for a long time and researching the topic when I wrote the book, Essential Wilderness Navigation, and Tracy guiding me, I found out that, to name it something, Cave Run Lake was my backstop. And so, moving into that area, grouse don't have a uh, sense of smell, but knowing how to move into there and utilize, let's say, Cave Run Lake as a backstop was a very useful tool. I could also do it like this. I could know that if I move to Cave Run Lake and then hit where I meet Cave Run Lake in 90 degrees, if I kept walking, I might hit another hollow and come back out another hollow because I had done template analysis before I went. I would oftentimes, and I'm not saying this is what you should do. Actually, this is what you should not do. But back in the day, I had these big topo maps, and I was always afraid. I had one map, and this is crazy to me, okay? this is I just didn't have much money, right? I had one map, and I've still got this map. And every time I hunted a holler or hiked a trail in the Danube National Forest, I would mark it. And so I guarded this thing with, you know, a lot of protection. But I didn't know all the things that I know now on how to protect maps. So I would study the map and put it into my mind. And then I would just go out and do it from memory. That's not a smart way of doing it, particularly now because we have so much access to GPS and maps and easy to print off maps. But that is a way that I utilize it. I would do my template analysis, understand what my movement strategy was when I got to the woods and where to park, where what holler to jump into. And for those that are listening that are not from Appalachia, holler is a hollow, like a big valley, if you will. So thanks for bearing with me on my Appalachian. But there's any number of things that I would do with the template analysis and then the movement analysis. Now the last is what I just described, which is what we refer to as exit analysis. Think about it from an elk hunting perspective. Think about it from a big bear hunting perspective. You need to have a strategy when you go into those woods, if you're hunting, for example, and you're fortunate enough to harvest an elk or harvest a bear it might not be the way that you went in is the way that you're going to come out, carrying that puppy on your back, cutting it up, taking it out by pieces. You very likely might not be coming out the same way that you went in. It might be that you study your exit analysis and figure out how somebody can get to you on a a four-wheeler or a snowmobile or something of that nature. Or can you float a canoe into an area that you walked into and be able to float the animal out? So these are all different ways of analyzing terrain so that you can be able to utilize that knowledge that you have from, again, template analysis, movement analysis, and exit analysis, which is just very practical applications of utilizing maps and not even compasses that much at all, but at least maps to more effectively get into and out of any environment that you like. Yeah, I took a bunch of notes before I sat down to do this podcast, and I'm looking at them and thinking, I think I'm going to leave this right here at about 15 minutes here. That's a lot of stuff that I just went over, but it's also very simple, and I want you to take that away before I get into something else. I'll I'll make another post on the, uh, or another podcast on the other information I had for these notes. 
again, let's let's review template analysis. That's how we look at a situation, understand different areas that we might want to travel in. I think about backpackers utilizing this too. I mean, it might be that you're hiking a trail and you want, let's say, you know, I had, oh man, I had this lady contact me recently about how to handle herself because she liked to hike solo in a lot of wilderness areas. It was one of those things where basically she wanted to know some land nav skills to be able to get off trail because it was legal to do so where she was hiking and basically hide. It's kind of what we teach in scout tracker class, but she wanted to do it so that she could get away from areas where other people were likely to be so that she would feel more secure and safe. I mean, we went so far as how to build uh, great detail on how to set up her tent, how to set up, how to walk off the trail so she didn't leave sign, how to build a fire so that it would be difficult for people to see. It's very rare that I get asked those questions on how to help people because usually I'm utilizing that from a military perspective and stuff of that nature, right? From a you know, strategic, tactical way of looking at it. And this lady was very strategic and very tactical, but she wanted it just simply for safety. And I thought it was fantastic. And I was more than happy to help her. Again, template analysis, movement analysis, and then exit analysis. Being able to get into an area, understand the area so that you can look at it and go, this is where I'm going to set my tent up and nobody will be able to see me here. And I should say this, this is one of the reasons I mentioned, and I don't think I discussed this earlier. This is why satellite GPS layers are important. If you look at just a topography map and the area is green, which is an indicator of, you know, forested area and white as an open area, like a metropolitan city or even a suburban area, you don't know if there's trees there. They may have been cut. And so if you get updated satellite imagery, then you can often look and go, okay, this area has been logged and that's not, that's going to be a sucky hike. Whereas I might want to go somewhere else and do my hiking for that day or some variation of it. So again, GPSs are fantastic tools. Map and compasses are fantastic tools. So get them. And I hope this gives you some practical ways that you can put it into practice, whether you're trapping, tracking, hunting, backpacking, hiking, nature immersion, tree identification, whatever it is that you want to do to get out the outdoors. I hope you can apply this to what it is that you do out there. As always with Nature Reliance School, we greatly appreciate you sharing the podcast with whoever you think might benefit from it. We can't do what we're doing without you, and we we need you to. That's just, we appreciate you, all of you who have already done it. But you that have not, we really want you to do that. So please do that for us. Share it with somebody that you know will get some benefit out of it. Come on, join in. Let's learn together. And that wraps up another fantastic episode of the Nature Reliance Podcast. I hope today's journey has inspired you to explore and connect with the natural world in new and exciting ways. Before I say goodbye, remember to check out the Nature Reliance School online membership. If today's episode sparked your interest in wilderness skills and outdoor adventures, this online community is the perfect place for you to start or continue your journey. You can currently sign up for a year for only $99 and get two months for free. 
Click the link below to discover a world of expert-led courses, engaging content, and a vibrant community eager to share their knowledge and experiences. Whether you're starting your outdoor journey or looking to deepen your existing skills, the Nature Reliance School online membership is here to guide you. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe for more adventures and share this podcast with your fellow nature enthusiasts. Until next time, come on, join in. Let's learn together.